Hey guys, it's Lucy and Lucy. Uh, yeah. So today we have a really um, interesting, fun, exciting, funky episode planned. It's gonna be very um, moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have a really cool guest star for today, but we can talk to him later. Should we start on current events? I think we should. There's been a lot going on, like a lot. Mm -hmm. So we're just gonna start with the big whopper. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are officially married now. Well, <sighs> I thought they were married like a while ago and they just had their ceremony. Like their big thing. I thought they got officially married like in Vegas or something. Oh. I don't really know actually. Anyways, but yeah. They, in my opinion, the wedding was a little tacky. <laughs> yeah, they had their wedding in Italy and she wore this tiny little short dress and then this big giant long veil with mother mary on it <laughs> um i don't know i think that it was interesting i kind of liked her veil not gonna lie lucy didn't like it it's kind of weird um but okay is alabama barker is that travis's daughter or his sister i don't know because i thought she was like the little one i don't even know but imagine your name it. being Alabama. Imagine your name being any of the Kardashian children's yeah, names. Yeah, right? Penelope isn't bad. Oh, I didn't know there was a Penelope. But the all, all the other ones are really bad. Yeah. Mm. Like, Paul, Psalm, and like, Stormy, and what's the West? North. <laughs> North. And true. like. True. Um, There's another one. It's like. Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Okay, speaking of Kardashian slash Jenner names, we don't know. We still don't know the name of Kylie's baby. Yeah. She's literally, or whatever the gender is, has been born for so long, and does it just, like, not have a name? Like, I'm so confused. I guess not. Maybe she just doesn't want to share. Yeah, and maybe she just doesn't want to, like, take the spotlight away from Courtney right now. Yeah. Okay, maybe she'll wait a while. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift graduated. Taylor so Swift proud of her. Now, isn't she a doctor now? Doctor? Yeah. Oh, oh, like of music? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Because you can be a doctor of yeah. a bunch of things. She's That's Dr. So cool. Swift. <laughs> yeah, that was a really girl boss moment for her, and I'm really happy for mm -hmm. her. Like, she looks so cute in her cap and gown. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is going to be the next album that she redoes? Redoes. Re <laughs> redo. Re that she re yeah, redoes. Um, well, you know, she came out with Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version, and then she came out with, um, a new single, and so, like, I want to say 1989, because why would she just, like, yeah. come out with those two and then not Some people think she's going to release, um, 1989 and speak now at the same time, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe. We don't know. Um, Rihanna gave birth to a baby boy. Rihanna. He... Well, have they heard his name yet? I don't know. I feel like she's been pregnant. Pregnant forever. Yeah, well, I'm really also very happy for Rihanna. I'm glad that, I don't know, she mm -hmm. had a boy. Okay. Um. Okay, Harry Styles' album, Harry's House. Lucy, what's your opinion on it? I really like it. Yeah. It's controversial. Well, I feel like everyone loves it, but I feel like you have to listen to it to really, you have to listen to it more than once to really like it. And, yeah, it's just super fun. I feel like he released it at the perfect time. Yeah. Right before summer. It's super fun. And I told you I didn't like the song with Tilda because it felt like it was oh. about <laughs> the girl. It is about but, Tilda, though. No, it's not. 
It's not. No. Why would he write a song about loving a little girl? That'd be weird. <laughs> Maybe he was writing it like. No, it's to not all about. Dads. No, I don't. I don't think it's about Matilda. I think it's about. But I like it. I listened to it again and I liked it. Why would he name it Matilda and talk about everything about Matilda? Then? He's not just. He's not talking about the character. Yeah. Yeah. He. But he was though. No, like, he's the not. The whole song. He's like. He's like talking about how her family's like doesn't love her and she has to <laughs> run away from home. I really don't think it's about the little girl Matilda. Okay, but some people use just random like I don't know names Anyways, exactly. I like it, but I right now I like Fine Line. Still like Fine Line more. Mm. I feel like it's kind of on the slower side. A lot yeah. of songs, except for music for a sushi restaurant. I don't know. It's pretty good though. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Riverdale's finally ending. I thought it ended like so long ago. No. I don't watch it. I don't I don't keep no, track don't, of it. All I know is weird. It. No offense, it's weird. It's ending after this season for good. Yay. So Well, I kinda wanna watch it. I've I've heard the first the season first is good, so maybe good, I should go apparently. watch the first season. But then it just like goes downhill, so Yeah, it's kinda <laughs> now, now it's time, time for Word of the day. So the word of the day is cacorapheophobia. <laughs> Hopefully we said that right. So the meaning of cacorapheophobia is a feel of failure or fear not. I feel like that's that's a common fear. Yeah, I feel like doesn't everyone have a fear of failure? Yeah. Well, I guess not like as serious. Um. Yeah, we honestly had a little bit of cacorapheophobia starting this podcast, yeah. but we took a leap of faith, and it's it's going pretty good. Yeah, it's been good. Okay, now should we jump right into our guest star? I think we should. Okay, so, so, our, so our guest star <laughs> is Dan. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Dan. I'm Lucy's cousin. I've known Lucy since she was born, and I graduated from Joe Mamaville Academy, and went to university at Mississippi State. So I just graduated there too, so. Cool, okay, so um, we're just gonna jump right into the questions. So you took a really big trip. Yeah. And so just tell everybody what you've been doing, where you went. I went to uh, France and Spain for about a month doing the Camino uh, de Santiago, which is an old European pilgrimage. It's traditionally Catholic, but anybody can do it. and. I went from the French border all the way across Spain to the coast. So, yeah. You hiked a really long way. 500 miles. Wow. How so you hiked it? Yeah. How accomplished did you feel? You know, I when I first finished, it was just kind of like, you know, you just finished another day of hiking. But then when I start looking through the pictures and it's been a few weeks, it's like, wow, I really did that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you've hiked 500 miles, but then you think about it and you're like, yeah. So where did you sleep? I, so the, no, I didn't need a tent or anything like that. The pilgrimage is really, really famous and it's all the towns along the way really like the pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will put together like hostels and that kind of thing. In Spain, they call them albergues and they're very cheap. You get a nice place to stay, you get a shower, you get to do laundry, that kind of stuff. And it it allows you to explore the towns, that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I never had to pack a tent or anything like that. So it was pretty... Pretty yeah. nice. These questions are kind of in a random order. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
What was your favorite? I asked you this like when you got home, but what was your favorite site? Like what was the prettiest thing you saw? Uh, the, la the last region we went to in Spain, you kind of go over some mountains and then you're in a, it's like completely different. It looks a lot like Ireland and that kind of stuff. It was just really green. There was a lot of mountains and fog and rain and that kind of stuff. And the people were really, really nice. And there's just like little farm towns in the mountains and that kind of stuff. It was beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. So did everyone know English or did you pick up a little bit of... Uh, I was told beforehand that a lot of people would speak English, but really when we got out of the big cities, it was not a lot of people spoke English. And so I had some buddies I was hiking with that were pretty good with Spanish. Mm -hmm. But if I ever got in a, you know, situation, I was able to get enough of it. I don't know a whole lot of Spanish. So that was a fun thing to figure out. Yeah. But you like made these friends, right? Yes. I, I went there completely alone and then I just met people along the way and one guy I hiked with a long time was from Michigan, which is not as, not super exciting, but he was a really good guy, and I hiked with him for probably the last two weeks, but yeah. That's awesome. Okay, and you met someone named Dan, right? Yep, I met an older English guy named Dan, and he had met so many famous people and like worked with the big festivals in Europe and that kind of stuff and just had so many really cool stories. It's really cool. So what did you do on Easter? Yeah. Holy Week in Spain is kind of like, I think it's kind of like spring break because I think all the schools get the Holy Week off and then all work gets Holy Week off. So it was a really big deal. Like on Palm Sunday, I was in a small village and they had a big procession and they carried a big float with Jesus and the donkey and they had the palm leaves and that kind of stuff. And that was pretty. But then as we got closer to... Leon, which is where I spent Wednesday and Thursday of Holy Week, it was really a lot of big festivals. Like people get all dressed up in these cloaks and they have bands and they carry their floats and they do these parades like five to six times a day. Wow. And so it was a really big deal in Spain. And so on Easter, we hiked into this small mountain village in, I think it was called Rabanal, and it was old, it was very medieval. And the place I stayed at was run by some English people, like from, uh, I think from London. And they gave us Easter tea. And then they invited the monks from the church over. And we enjoyed that with them. And then the monks invited us to go to the service that evening. And they sang and did all this cool stuff for Easter. It was really cool. I didn't understand much of the service because it was in Spanish, but it was really beautiful. So were the monks bold? Uh, they didn't have to be bald. I think one of them was just bald by choice. The one of them was from Tanzania in Africa. And then one was from South Korea. So they just came and they were part of this group in this small town. But the priest in that town was from Spain. So that's really, really cool. Okay, so I'm going to ask that one towards the end. But if someone were to do something like this, just like go to a country and just like hike on their own, what advice would you give them? Like some things you would tell them beforehand? Uh, I would definitely tell them, really think about what you're packing. Cause if you're gonna carry everything, it really makes you think about what you really need. Cause you're like, I don't need these. I, I threw up my Chacos cause I hated to do it, but it was like, they were so heavy and I barely was using them. And yeah. so I had left a little sign and I said, if anybody wants these, you can have them. Um, but it was, you have to really be careful about what you pack. And I would say definitely 
I, I was really nervous beforehand just because I was like, I don't speak Spanish, I don't speak French, you know, like I'm, you know, I've never been to Europe, that kind of stuff. I, I would say just don't worry too much about those things and just trust in God. He'll provide it all. And really just if you see something that you want to do, I go for it. I mean, you never know when you'll make it back to this part of the world. And it's like there's always something cool to learn. There's always some cool people to meet. I would say definitely take those opportunities. True. Mm-hmm. So what was the most difficult part about it? Um, so in the first part, it was just getting up and getting used to the routine. I mean, you, you wake up in the morning, you pack your suitcase or your sleeping bag, and then you pack your backpack and you put on your clothes and then you just get out and walk. And it's just like, you're really tired. Your muscles are tired. You st- I mean, I started having knee problems. Everything's kind of aching. And you're like, how am I going to do this for a whole month? And then as you keep going, you get used to the routine. It's just like, you start to find little things to enjoy in that, the little routine. Like even if it's just stopping for breakfast in the morning, it's just like that's a nice part of the day and it keeps you going and or like having a small conversation with somebody. So I think the hardest part was getting into the routine, but there's a lot of there's a lot of blessings in that. I mean, having a routine and being able to get up and feeling those pains, it's nice to, you know, experience that and that's part of the pilgrimage. Yeah. Okay, so what um well Okay, so what is something that you loved about it? I know there's a lot of things, but just, like, your main thing that... I think it was really cool to meet all the different people. Um, And, you know, I met people from all over the world and all different ages, all different backgrounds, religions, that kind of stuff. And everybody, despite that, everybody seemed to really understand each other, and we all have very similar problems. I mean, I was talking to people in their 60s who are saying the same things that are in my head and you know it's just it's really nice to have that experience with everybody and know that it's not just you going at it alone you know Mm -hmm. um and then also just the Spanish culture is very different from American so that was cool to experience as well so would you recommend this to like everyone who just wants to go on a trip like this I I would definitely say that if you just want to go to Europe to see the sights, there's better things to do. Um, I absolutely love the Camino, but the Camino is in northern Spain, which is not... When people think of Spain, they think of southern Spain and mm-hmm. like Barcelona, Madrid. It's very hot with the beaches and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This was not like that, and it's not easy, but I would definitely recommend... A lot of folks just do the last um, 100 kilometers, which is like 60 miles, and that takes a little bit over a week. And then you get the you get to finish in the last town and you get the certificate and everything. I think that's a great experience in general. If you have the time, though, I would definitely recommend doing a longer portion of it or going for Holy Week because that was just wonderful. Um, I think it's it's not for everybody for sure, but it's if you're up for it, I would definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a question, but I can't remember what it was because it wasn't on there. So like. Apart from clothes, what did you pack? Did you pack, like, shampoo? Yeah, I um, I packed a little thing of shampoo, like a travel thing, and it lasted me the whole time. I didn't know if it would. And then for, like, soap and stuff, I had this one bar of soap that I use for myself but also for my laundry. And so I would just lather it up, and I'd have to wash my clothes. So my clothes were never super clean, but they were clean enough, and they didn't smell awful. 
Yeah. You couldn't pack tons of clothes. You couldn't pack tons of anything. So I had essentially like two pairs of clothes, you know, that kind of thing. So I kind of had a routine where I'd wash them every few days and mm-hmm. switch things out, that kind of stuff. I had like my toiletries, a little bit of a first aid kit, and yeah, my sleeping bag. That was about it, really. I didn't need food or anything like that. I'd be able to stop in towns for that. Yeah. Did you, what was like the best food you had? Um, one thing cool they do in Spain, they have tapas bars, which just means that you go to the bar and they just have all these little, like kind of like bar foods Mm -hmm. just on the bar Mm -hmm. and you just point at what you want and they bring you that and it's all really cheap and it comes with a drink and that kind of stuff. So it's just a really cool little thing. But, um, one of my favorite things, there was a drink in, during Holy Week in the region of Spain I was in, they make a special drink just for Holy Week. And it's like kind of like sangria. It's like wine and it's sweet and it has fruit in it and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But it was very good. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that one. It's very good. So what's your favorite memory that you had? Like, uh, My favorite memory. Um, let's see. That's a good question. Finishing was off. I mean, that was awesome. It was a really good time. Like enjoying that. And you meet all the people you've seen along the way and you really get to enjoy that. Um. When we were in the small town right after Pamplona, which was like four or five days in, uh, we went to a little um, bar and we were having drinks with a bunch of locals and that kind of stuff. And, you know, all the locals would come over and talk to us and that kind of stuff. And they kept bringing us more drinks and more food and that kind of stuff. And people paid for it so we could eat and that kind of stuff. And it was just, it was really sweet. Yeah. So how different is the culture here than in Spain? So the biggest thing I can think of is in the afternoons, the Spanish have siesta, like an afternoon nap time, essentially. And so I like from two o'clock in the afternoon to like five o'clock, seven o'clock like later in the day, there's pretty much nothing open. Like they just they take, nap? they just take the day off, essentially. I don't know if they all nap, but they're not working. And nothing's really open. So it was really hard to get used to because you get in town and then you take your shower and you like get your stuff ready and then you kind of want to eat lunch or something or you kind of want to go get a snack and nothing's open. So you kind of have to plan for that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird. It's, it's hard to get weird. used to. But Yeah, that is weird. And the Spanish eat at like, they eat dinner at like 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. which is really late. And don't they eat like big lunches and smaller dinners? Yeah, they. Re- I, I think that's about right because like the... Getting back to America, the f- when you get dinner at a restaurant or something like that, they just bring you so much food, which is nice. But like in Spain, it was like very small amounts. Mm-hmm. Was he, you've been to Spain, haven't you? Did I make that up? Mm-mm. Oh, wait, you went to Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Kate has, though. So, but... Oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay, was, did the weather change? Like, did you just wear, like, T-shirt and shorts every day? When we first got there, it was um, in the... It's the mornings would start in the thirties and it'd get up to like the fifties, sixties. But then at the end of the first week after we left Pamplona, we actually came into some snow. There was a big snowstorm. It didn't really hit us that bad where we were, but where I started the trail, they had to close it. And so it was really bad back there and it was pretty cold. It was very windy. Um, but then about halfway through, it started to, it would be about the 50s or 60s or 70s each day. I think our hottest day was like 79. 
And so, like, I would wear shorts and a t-shirt every day. I'd warm up in the mornings and it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, starting off, it was really cold. And we had some rain. But then not a lot of rain. And then at the end, had a little bit. But that's about it. It was nice. Mm -hmm. Did you hear some good music? It was weird because most of the places I went played American music. What? They really like, and most Europeans I met, they love American music and they love American TV. So they'd always be talking about watching Friends or watching <laughs> stuff like that. And so I'd go to like a restaurant or a bar or something and they'd be playing just like American pop songs or like classic rock songs or whatever. So I went to some places and they'd be playing Spanish music. And then sometimes in between the Spanish songs, just more American music would come on. Oh, I don't so know, it's weird. weird. They really like American music. Well, did you, like, you, you saw parades, right? Did yeah. You? So what music was... They would play, like, they'd be playing instruments, like trumpets and drums and stuff. Okay. So it'd be, like, hymns, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like church music. Yeah. But it was really pretty. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's most of the questions that we have. Lucy, do you have any more? Mm -mm. Okay, so now it's time for... Lucy knows best. Okay. <clears throat> this one's kind of short. Okay. Dear Lucy's, I'm going to I'm going to the beach with my best friend in a week, and I know I should be excited, but I'm not. I've never been away from home for more than a couple of nights, and this trip is pretty long. My mom says I'm going to have fun, but I'm so scared, and I don't know what to, don't know what to do. Okay, so I think that you should just not worry about it too much, and I think that whenever you're there don't like te like obviously text her on the letter know what you're doing but I don't think you should like if you get scared don't text your mom you need to if just like scared, enjoy don't the moment be scared. <laughs> <laughs> you need to enjoy where you are and like have fun and just just not worry don't think about it and I promise if you don't think about it you yeah know, you know if, yeah just probably don't be stressed about it because when you get there you're not even going to be thinking about home yeah because you're going to be having so much fun and you're not even going to be thinking about it and if you really need to you can like facetime your mom if you need to but, yeah, but that you, doesn't help really yeah but you probably won't need to like you're probably going to be having a lot of fun and yeah i had this problem like going to camp for the first time when i was eight uh, <laughs> and i just like didn't really think about home because i was having so much fun so like don't worry about it you probably will forget about like your family for a week you know what i mean yeah i bet you'll have fun Okay, Danny. Yeah, I totally agree with both of y'all. I mean, like I just said, I was nervous leaving for a month. And I mean, once you get there, you're not worrying about that. Yeah. And you'll be home soon enough. So it's like, why not make the most of what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Like, enjoy yeah. your friends, enjoy yourself. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it'll be fine once you get there. Good advice. Okay. Should we move on to listener of the week? We should. Okay. Now it's time, time for listener of the week. So our listener of the week is Emily. Emily so, Okay. Emily, you Well, this is Emily H, by the way. We've already had an Emily M, but this is Emily H. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Emily, my sister told me you were talking to her at graduation, and you said that you listened to all of them, and That's we just, really appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we hope that... You continue to listen. Yeah, and that you tell all of your friends about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so episode's coming to an end already. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Decompress Your Day. Oh, wait, Lucy, you want to do our thing? Yeah. Okay, now it's time for... <laughs> Dika, 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 Dika.
decompress your day. So my day, I've I've done nothing before this. Like I stayed <laughs> in my pajamas till like twelve. And oh, fun fact, I started off my day really weird because I woke up upside down. My head was at the end what? of the bed and my feet were on the pillow. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It was really interesting. You really slept on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is all I've done. I have danced at 4.45. Fun fact. And then um, something I'm looking forward to is just summer in general. I'm looking forward to recital. I dance recital. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my day? Well, I feel like this is my first, like, official day of summer because we left yeah, for the beach, too. like, the day the first day of summer for me so I just wanted to start off the summer on like a good productive note because sometimes in the summers I'm just lazy and I don't get anything done and mm-hmm. I, I wanted I need to get stuff done especially a couple days before I go somewhere so um I woke up and I went on a walk and then I came home well I went to lunch and then I cleaned up our recording studio and now we're recording and the thing I'm looking forward to is I'm leaving for a little program in eight days, and I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Okay. Danny? I woke up uh, a little bit later than I was planning to, and then I packed my bags because I'm going on a trip this uh, week with Lucy's brother and dad. We're going fishing, and so I'm really excited for that. And then I got in the car and came here, so yeah, that's all I've done today. Yes. Are you looking forward looking to Looking forward to that trip. Yeah. It'll be fun. Where are y'all going? We're going to Idaho and we're wow. doing fly fishing. Yeah, super cool. Okay, well, thank you, Danny, for mm-hmm. coming. You were really great, good. Yeah. And our listeners are going to love you. Yeah. And we really loved learning about your big trip. Happy to talk about experience. it. Experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Feel like a famous okay. person now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Lucy's out.